Rhubarb time. And we're back. I remember. Thicker, wider stalks. And the other is a more dainty, thinner, slender stalk. Ant is naked in my bed. Interrogating this, this child. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rhubarb Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Brand. And I am your host, Andrew Tate. He has been released from Romanian jail. They can't keep up with him. You can't stop him. You can't. What's even better is he called the play-by-play. Exactly. He said, they're going to try and pay me. Turn down money. They're going to put me in jail. They put him in jail. But you can't stop him. You only get three strikes in the game. I've already went through my first strike. They tried to silence me. That didn't work. Now, they want to try to imprison me. And that didn't work. So now, they're going to have to kill me. And you can't kill Top G. You can't. You just can't. Good luck catching him in his Bugatti. Try to catch me in my Bugatti. It's just, it's one of those things. And like, what's even better is he's tit for tat with the strikes. So when he just dies, like, we all know. It will cause an uprising. It will. I'll lose my shit. It will cause an uprising of the most immense aspect. Was that your big boy word? It'll cause cataclysmic shock among the universe. I hope you know I used to be a kickboxer, right? Two-time world champ kickboxer. I was a kickboxer. Twice. So, talking was not my strong suit as I was beating a dude's teeth in. Exactly. I also decided to give my brother a sparkling water. Thank you, brother. How long are we going to keep I, I don't know. All right. Anyway. All right. So, episode 23 of the Rhubarb Brothers. Uh, we actually decided to do this episode today. And then it was like an hour ago that we found out that yeah. Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate got released from their Romanian prison. Yeah. It, it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad. It's one of those things where you're not going to find anything. There's no there, the, no evidence. None. Right. So it's only proven his point further. Yep. So how long are we going to keep fucking around and acting like there's not somebody above pulling strings for no reason at all? Yeah. I'm I'm just curious. From from what it was, I think he's on house arrest now, right? Is he? I didn't he, I didn't read too far into He's it. out, but I think he's on house arrest. Well, that's another way of detaining I wouldn't be surprised if they don't hire like an army of private mercenaries to just wipe him out see, when he's in his house. See, they probably will, but they they they've got to do like the he he killed himself. Oh yeah, they got to suicide him. Because if not, then it's like okay, somebody fucking took a hit out of well, him. Well, and here's the thing too: the government knows that he has specifically said on many podcasts and have been very open about that. He will not kill himself. No. That if he turns up dead with a suicide note, it's not him. Exactly. And like, I'm sure that's like really fucking them over too. Look at what happened to Epstein. You really think Epstein killed himself? He never fucking killed No. He, Epstein he never kill killed himself. himself. No. Sorry. It's just, no. It makes sense because it has to make sense. Right. But if you're looking at it, he didn't kill himself. He was silenced. Just one of those things. So on top of Andrew... Because you think Tr- Tristan's not going to stand for it either. Right. So they've, they've got to have two people kill themselves. <laughs> 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 Who both have said we're not killing ourselves. Right. So I find this very interesting. I'd love to see how they're going to try and play this. I'm just lost. Like, yeah. 
There's no way. It's it's not going to end well for anyone. And and the following that Andrew and Tristan have accumulated over the past year really. Yeah, it, it's 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 you see all the people that like protested Andrew Tate being in prison. We all knew it was it was lies it, and sorry, every non-woke person knew there was knew they were just being played. Right. Exactly. And you know, they wanted to they they saw that he was influencing a bunch of people. Then they tried to like cut mm-hmm. and edit and yeah, exactly. take some of the some of the jokes that he had and put it in a serious light for people mm-hmm. to have women go against them. And if you have women and the left go against them, it's so, challenge. So many people will follow because as we all know, the the country right now is being run by the left. Yeah. And which I don't think it ne- ever stopped for the last like since Obama no. was probably in. No, it, it's been the same way. Yeah. Like my one of my favorite things was there was a direct video that came out and and it was it was clipped to this. This is the reason why he got banned on something. He said if I were flying in a plane, I would want a male pilot. That that's what it was cut. That was the edited version. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't want a woman. I want a man. I want a man flying the plane. What he says in fullness is that anyway, um, he, he says this about, he doesn't want a woman flying the plane, right? That's the clip they got. The full clip that he talked about was he was talking about stress levels. And he says, if I'm flying in a plane and the plane goes down, I want a man to be there because they're better under stress. They're better in high pre- high pressure situations. They can handle it, and they're more calm in those. Now there there are exceptions. There are obviously exceptions, of course. Men, there are some men that can't handle stress the same amount as say a, a woman else. can. Exactly, but statistically and biologically, the average is the that's average the case. Is yes, and like you you've got to think like he'll he'll get on the podcast and stuff and say this all the time. He's like when. You're in, let's look at Iraq and Iran. People will get blown up and, and they're, they're not walking around. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm suicidal, all, all this bad stuff. And it's because there, there's no, there's no feminism there either. Yeah. It's one of those things that you just have to deal with it. Like being depressed is a first world luxury. And a lot of the people that are on the left and on the woke side, part of the LGBTQ, all, all of that, that whole movement, mm-hmm. they inadvertently are creating mass hysteria and creating a, basically they're creating the mental health crisis. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, that, I mean, yeah, mental health has always been an issue, but it's only been extremely prominent on why it's spreading so quickly in the last 20 years. And some pe- some far right people say that it's because we're becoming more accepting towards people. And yeah, we when we were growing up, we were accepting of a lot of people. Yeah, you know, racism didn't really seem like a thing when we were a kid. And uh, gay people they See, weren't they weren't prosecuted against like they were in the seventies and eighties. That's just know? one of those things that's like learned. Yeah. It's not base. It's learned. And a lot of people say that you you don't support the LGBTQ community. You don't support gay people. I don't. No, that's don't, not true. I don't. I don't care. I mean, you know, you want to you want to do what you want to do. Exactly. Whatever, but, you do you. But if you're making up rules and you're delusioning yourself and the people that you're influencing, then it's a problem. How can you have two families that figure out that oh? Or you have one family that figures out, oh, I have two kids. One of them's trans and one of them's pansexual. The odds of that happening. It's one of those things that's, which I think greatens the divide between being depressed and everything is, I'm going to say this. Before Andrew Tate, the majority of my stuff that would come up, it was like making fun of like LGBTQ stuff. Like that's what I was being fed. But behind that, every other video that I'd watch was... Somebody battling with depression, somebody coming out as gay, somebody who's trans and uncomfortable. It's it lit, it greatens the depression state because you're constantly being fed that you're different, 
you're individualistic and that you're not happy with who you actually are. So it's like, if I'm sitting here challenging you every day and you're just, whether it's you have a weak home life or a weak stability system, or you're down on yourself for a little bit, it's one of those things that provides an answer. And then they're sitting there and it's like, maybe I am gay. Maybe, maybe I'd be happier as a woman. And then if you don't have that support system or you don't have like something, I don't want to say to keep you in check, but it's basically the same thing. Then of course you're going to fall in that hole of, okay, maybe, maybe I am gay. Maybe I am depressed. It's like beauty products. Like you're fine. You're down on yourself. You have bad acne. That commercial comes out. Do you have bad acne? Are you, are you self-conscious of your acne? I, I was absolutely one of those people. Exactly. And it's just one of those things. It's like, and it, it does, it does wear you down for yeah, of course. So, someone that has had cystic acne and, um, always feeling like you need to hide yourself and whatever. Those commercials are very convincing. I can't tell you how many times I've I've spent money on proactive just to make shit worse. Mhm. And it's just Exactly. Like I think you grow out of it with a little bit of skincare. Cuz like you're fed those commercials it's just these ungodly people who actually struggle with acne, like really right. really bad right. acne, which is true. But then you have those people that have like are going through puberty. They have acne as every kid going through puberty does no yeah. matter what skincare you're on. Yep. You're going to have that. And they're like, well, this is why I feel this way. And this is my solution. So I'm going to give it a try. Or like there will be some off the wall, like rejuvenating cream that makes you 30 years younger or some shit like that. They'll sell that. They'll sell that to you. They'll appeal to you. Yeah. And then you're just being peddled. This is your solution. Yeah. So it's I'm depressed. Well, you might be gay. Right. Maybe I'm gay. It, right. It's one of those. Right. And, and, you know, you, you see the influx of people. And it really happened with, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, when that became uh, widespread and talked about mm-hmm. and everything, you saw a big influx of people yeah. thinking, that's what I am. That's what. I, when, exactly. In reality, you're just gay. But. You just have to take it that step further. Right. And that's how back in the day they were like, oh, you're, you're just gay. You're just gay. Now now it's like, oh, you might be trans. And now these doctors are taking advantage of kids and yeah. they're going through puberty. They're having all these hormones. They don't know what the hell. It's a confusing time. See, like what gets me is I'm, I'm not necessarily for abortion, but I'm for the right to choose. Like, like, I think you should have a say. I don't think you should do it. You're still killing a kid, but I feel like you should have right. a right. I see an issue with something as an abortion being life altering, which it is. And then you take the kids who are four years old, think they want to be a girl, have their parents pressing that they want to be a girl. And then you wonder why suicide rates have risen. You're practically killing the kid itself. Mm-hmm. You're, you're feeding into that will allow them to do that. We feed into it. And then when they're 17, 20, they hit, I'm not transgender. And now I'm stuck with a vagina. Yeah. So yeah, chances are you've just killed a kid. You just prolonged life a little bit. Right. So I'm really worried about getting another strike. (laughs) I'm gonna have to heavily edit that. It's a, it's okay. It, yeah. It's one of the, it won't get flagged. I'll tell you that it won't get flagged. It'll get our second strike, and we won't. Have I said if we get a second strike, I'll give you fifty dollars. You think? I'll I will give you fifty dollars if we get a strike. I'm still gonna edit it. Don't edit it. I'm still gonna edit it. It will be fifty dollars. I said I'm pro abortion. I said I am pro abortion. It doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't matter. That appeals to it. If I said I was pro, if I said I was pro, mm, pro, mm. we we would we'd have so many views. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I do. I don't know. Oh, I fucking know. <laughs> I know that they want to push surgeon and whatever, but like, I'm gonna have to edit out just the word. We can everything. Oh, else. just bleep over it then. Yeah, I'll just bleep over the word. That's solid. But yeah, it's just it's just like a next topic I want to talk about. I'll have to bleep it over. Uh, That's fine. Uh, so, 
a little bit of news, guys. Um, talking about uh, the trans community and mental health issues. There has come to light there was a, a national tragedy that happened in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. And it ended up with six six victims losing their life and the life of the victim. Three uh, three kids, three adults, right? Three kids, three adults. And the shooter was a male uh female to male uh transgender. Mm-hmm. And it was not heavily reported Mm-mm. on the spot. Mm-mm. Twitter actually let it out first. News companies, news organizations were uh, holding off as long as they could on telling the story because it didn't fit their agenda and it didn't fit Mm-mm. the people that are bankrolling their companies. Um, and this is the first uh, transgender shooting that... I think I've ever heard of. I think so too. And it it's it's showing and a lot of people want to say it, every time there's a uh event like this, they want to bring up the conversation of taking away the second amendment. And every single time people get riled up for a little bit and then it goes away. And then next thing you know, since it's not a topic of discussion, everyone forgets about it. Those people that lost their lives are not talked about again. Mm-mm. And I just want to say right now that this this event uh, ultimately proves the point for pro-guns. That it is not the gun's fault how mentally ill you are. Mm-mm. No, like it's it's not going to be looked at because it's always going to be it's the gun's fault. It's always yes. the gun's fault. Spoons, it's not the person pulling the trigger. Spoons make people fat. All that. That's all it is. And yet they'll challenge it with, okay, we've got to we've got to strengthen everything. No, because then you tread on that Second Amendment right. Right. It it's not the gun's fault. No. It's just the people. I I saw a good thing on Facebook that I shared. A rock and a bad hand killed Abel. A rock and a good hand killed Goliath. See, that's a good one. This isn't about a rock. And it it just shows that people kill people. Yeah. And, you know, it's... People will kill people however they do. They can do it with their bare hands. It's not like we're going to ban hands we already banned murder they're still doing it if we outlaw guns people are still gonna have guns it's it's just gonna be in the wrong hands. it's gonna be in the wrong hands now the good people that would protect themselves with the guns you just fucking took it away from them now we're defenseless yeah if ukraine did something like that they would have fucking lost in the first week yeah you know it's see like like what gets me is is the whole stigma around around the second amendment right was strictly I don't want to say they were enabling a revolution. They were allowing it right. because they understood the fact that we had to pick up guns when there was a tyrannical government. Right. So that's why it was made. There was no military. It was a legit revolution. Yeah. Militias formed and it was average ordinary people going against a, a basically a whole freaking kingdom. Yeah. It was, it was just and, this big dictatorship. Yeah. And it was, a true uh, David versus Goliath mm-hmm. uh, story. And then the young people that founded our country decided, wow, we look at what happens when you give the freedom to these people to be able to, you know, make a change, to be able to create yeah. a better country and everything. So then they allowed, well, if we ever turn into this, if we ever turn into this, uh, Un- ungodly ungodly governing body that's yeah. abusing their right to govern yeah abusing oppressing people could rise up again and revolt against us if need be exactly it, how how the government itself has checks and balances yes that is the checks and balances system for the people that aren't in government it it, it was literally a government bylaw 
with the amendments and everything to say we could just as be as bad as them, but we know we can be. Yeah. So we're going to put this into place and that's what they're trying to do. Exactly. The, the, the leaders of the country are literally, they know that that's how everything was written to be like, yeah, oh, they could overthrow us at any time. We need to take that fucking right away from them. Yeah. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole agenda. I mean, you can look at the war on drugs and all of this, but it's the people in power that want to stay in power. And, and I mean, it's only getting worse. Like I'm sure not in my lifetime, but whether a generation down or two generations down, there's going to be a civil war. There, yeah. there has to be, there will yeah. be. It's just one of those things that's going to happen. The, the people out there that, that are small minded for guns are the only thing that's killing people. It, it's one of those things that like you'll look at and I'm glad that it's now coming to light that, that they neglected to report on this because of yes. the person being transgender. It was yes. very clear on Instagram. I'll see something about a shooting, not even a school, a shooting, a mass shooting, a school shooting, something. It will be all over my feed on any type of social media that I have. I saw one post about the Nashville incident and that was it. Just one. And then I watched the news for the rest of the details on that. Mm-hmm. And they neglected to say that they were transgender until I think I watched the news in a span of three days, I think that's like the last day that I watched was when they're like, we've identified the shooter as transgender and then whatever her name was. It's just, it's one of those things that you have to look at from a mental health standpoint almost. Because if you remember the, let's go with Daphne and, and um, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle, her community went against her and she killed herself. Yeah. They don't care. You look at um, who was it? Uh, Ben Ben Shapiro and who's it? Kyle K- Kendall. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. It was one of the Jenners. But there's this video that they're in a formal debate, and he says facts don't care about your feelings. Oh yeah. You yeah. can't change your gender. You can't change your age. You can't change mm-hmm. your sex. He he went on this, and she looked she, the the man who looks like a woman grabbed him by the neck and said, "If you keep that up, you'll leave in a hospital." Oh, I, yeah, I, I remember yeah, that now. exactly. Yes. yes. How are you in your right mind and how is it acceptable to get away with that on television that's filmed on top of being labeled as one of the bravest people in America? Right. And what, what gets me? You never hear this. This is, this is like the, the kick in the nuts to women. She got woman of the year and she wasn't even a woman. Why are men, men are better at being women than women at this point. Like. I, I think I posted on my Instagram story. It was like, why, why are it, it's like point of view. You're in 2030 uh, and your kids like, why are there so many strong female athletes? They used to be men. They were, they were once men. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's, I think it's going to come to light that, and even you see all I see, which, you know, my, the algorithm on my Instagram reels could be just catered to me, whatever. It, it's always oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, there was this one guy and I, I don't know his name, but he's a, uh, slightly overweight gay man. That's literally going against the LGBTQ. I for, I forget, but I know I've seen that. Yes. And he's going to all these court cases and everything. And he's a school teacher. And he's saying how he doesn't want this shit being peddled in schools, that children need to be kids and not, you know. Not like indoctrinated indoctrinated to this this agenda, basically. Yeah, it, it, it is. And they want everyone so confused. They want to, they want to, oh, I forgot to tell you this. I meant to tell you this. I haven't, I just haven't seen you in like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I found out. Uh, that there has been a secret organization uh, that, let me backtrack a little bit, the the head of the Transgender World Health Organization. Okay. And this is, I don't know if I got the words exactly right, but just look it up. It's the Transgender World Health Organization. Uh, one of the, I think it was the vice president, has been noted to be on some certain websites 
where there's chat rooms with eunuchs, which are people that uh, are castrated, and okay. they they get off on castrating other people, and they get off on making boys more feminine for their sexual desires. Nice. And so he has been noted on being on one of these websites, and there was a video in one of the chat rooms and whatever of a young boy getting uh, basically transgender surgery. Uh, I think it was like a 13 or 14 year old boy and he had commented on this chat room. It's supposed to be like a like a private group of people yeah. in this ch- chat room and whatever happened it got leaked. Uh, but he was saying this this is so oddly erotic to me. Of of, of course nobody will hear no, this is the vi- this is like the vice president of the transgender World Health Organization. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I bet he's foaming at the mouth. Just there's another one, and apparently there has been this conspiracy that these uh, these people that basically castrate boys has been around for centuries, and now that they have gained basically world control, that they are trying to push their illusions make them socially acceptable so so they can basically be out and proud like like a like a sexual orientation basically they wanted to be out and proud that like hey we like you know mutilating boys genitals and you know just put that out there just like how they're trying to make you know pedophiles uh, a sexual orientation yeah and have them be protected and shit it's just they're trying to get their dirty little uh, sinful kinks to be normalized so they can be out and proud about it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really sad that what would have churned everyone to the fucking bone and would literally cause riots in the fifties is just commonplace now. Yeah, of of course. And I, I like to talk to people who will sit there and be like, you really believe that that there's actually a higher a higher group that um is pulling the strings? I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. I think you're an idiot not to presume that, right? Like you're gonna sit there. Like I forget what it was. I think I was in a sociology class. My professor pulled up a um, it's like a little chart, and it has all of the fast food restaurants, all the stores, and everything, and then the people that own them, and then the people that own them. And then it comes down to like these four top corporations that nobody owns. It's just that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And for you to sit there and be like, like for me, it was shocking to me. And I'm like, oh, so everything that I know is realistically ran by four main dominant groups. Yep. And then it's like for, for you to see that and actually realize the, the power chain of it. You would be blown away yeah. or in awe at just what our government consists of and then realize that it's not at the top. There are people above that that pull the strings and, and you'll watch it with the LGBTQ, all of it. They will pull the strings. They'll, they'll fix the news. They'll fix the stories. Government, Epstein, Tate, people are pulling strings. Yep. It's just the people that are blind to it. Escape the matrix. I mean, Jesus yeah, Christ. It's, it's See, like, like something that gets me, is, we'll, we'll bring this back to Tate real quick. Yeah. You'll, you remember when Logan Paul got up and he was reading off his phone a script of what they wanted him to say about Tate, right? It's always... Oh, I didn't hear about this. Well, anyway, um, Tate knows that Logan Paul is just pay to win whatever you want peddled pay yeah. Logan Paul money and he'll, he'll do it. That's just how he is. So you'll watch podcasts where his friends like Tate. They don't, they don't necessarily like him, but they agree with a lot of shit that he says. Right. And they're open about it. Mike and his other friend, they're like, I don't necessarily like how he delivers it, but he's got a lot there. Logan got outed for on the impulsive podcast when Mike was like, no Tate outed them. And he's like, Logan Paul's friend, Mike, Texted me trying to meet up while we were somewhere. I didn't do it. B- 
because that's just who he stays with. And it yeah. got out to Logan and he's like, I can't believe you do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So one thing leads to another and he's sitting there at, at, at this mic reading off his phone. And his, his big one liner is that the people listening to Andrew Tate now will not only affect us presently, but will affect us for generations to come. I did hear that. That is the exact same thing that's happening with the LGBTQ community. Everything that's being peddled will affect everybody for generations to come. Look at, look at how many people can't have kids now. Exactly. And I'm sure one day they'll sit there and wish they didn't make that decision. Right. It's, it's just, uh, you know, and a lot of thing with Andrew Tate is that they, a lot of basically women like you, you try to talk to any woman around here. There's very few that will even agree that he has some sense to him, but you know what it is? You try to put on a video for them. They don't even get past the first fucking second. They're scared to hear him because they're scared of actually liking him. They freak out. They, they freak out because they don't want to admit that you're right. They don't want to admit that he has some sense to it. Because yeah. they want to still be in the group of haters. It's, it's like they want that tribe. And what's even better is currently I'm shooting two for two. He is shooting two for two on podcast. He went on a, a solo. It was her and him just talking. Went in, guns blazing also. You can even say Pierce Morgan, three for three. Goes into that girl's podcast. She's ready, guns blazing, ready yep. to fuck him up. He, he leaves. She does a solo interview by herself. She says, I would never have him back here. I would never do that. And then 30 seconds later, she's like, well, you know, actually he was, he was very polite. Like, you know, I, I might actually really like to have him back again. Yeah. So she's fine with it. Pierce Morgan gets up there, guns blazing, ready to go, ready to, yeah, sp- he, he ready almost to, tore him alive, ready to spout, interrupted, contradicted all this. He was like that. Andrew said, I know what you're doing. You keep interrupting me. Like he was fully aware of everything that happened. Pierce Morgan comes back. I think the delivery is a little bit rough. However, I can agree with a lot of what he has to say. Yeah. He does this podcast. The third one, it's these two colored women. And there's this, this, the third colored lady. She's like grandma. I forget what she goes by, but she's like this older grandmother. Okay. They're, they're going through. And the first lady's like, you know, I, I've heard a lot about Andrew Tate. I'm, I'm here to disprove everything about him. I I don't like him. I don't like his agenda. Next girl says the same thing. Tate gets up, introduces himself. As you know, I'm Andrew Tate. I'm here to um, dissolve the, I'm here to dissolve the illusion that blah, blah, blah. And then you get to, let's call her Nana, Nanny. She went by a a coin nickname and she goes, listen, I'm here just to see through all the shit. And then Tate gets up and he's like, okay, I found my teammate. <laughs> and, and they talk for a little bit and she agrees with everything he has to say. She yeah. loves it. He loves her. So anyway, podcast is done. It's these, it's, it's the main woman who hosts the podcast, not the friend, but the main woman. She's like, you know, I was expecting him to be very rude. I was expecting him to give off a lot of bad energy, but in hindsight, he was very polite. He was very generous. I felt a warm presence when I was around him. I'm not elaborating. That is what she said. Yeah. She says that after the podcast and it's just your three for three, like, like you're three for three on people who set out to contradict you, mm-hmm. to trap you. And it, it doesn't work. So, so realistically, how bad is this guy supposed to be? Right. If the people that don't like him and rooting against him can leave and say, this is not bad of a fucking person. Yeah. I really like that guy. Yeah, Exactly. For his ex-girlfriends to come out and say, yeah, he's the, the people he's cut off and, and quite frankly, dogs on, on podcasts and shit. He'll talk and he'll be like, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Like it's just one of those for them to get up and say, this is wrong. Like I dated him. There was none of this. There was none of that for your ex-girlfriends to get up and stand up for you. Yeah. Clearly there's something foul at play here. Right. It's just the world's fucked. And it is fucked, and people that are trying to fix it are realizing that it's going to take more than you know the traditional way of getting things out in the world. Mm-hmm. Because now we know that they'll silence anyone. Uh, Elon, 
acquiring Twitter brought up a lot of shit that happened the last three years. Uh, a lot of government mandating social media mm-hmm. platforms to silence certain uh, uh, yeah. professionals. From the FBI and the Twitter cases. And, and the fact that they're one-siding and fact-checking multiple social media platforms to make sure that only the information they want out will get out and it's it's come to a point where uh, free speech has been basically stripped away from us and yeah free speech has been stripped away from us for a while we just haven't realized it until the last three years and I think that uh, what happened in 2020, opened up a lot of people's eyes yeah. to how corrupt this government and the world can be uh, that, you know, I think they wanted to have control. They wanted to test how much control they had over us. And I think it backfired extremely. There are more people that believe that the government is evil now than ever before. There are more people that are believe in conspiracies more than ever before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just look at Joe Rogan's listeners the last three years. They have, like, I think maybe doubled or tripled. Yeah. And it's just the amount of people that are open-minded now and seeing through the bullshit that they've been peddled all their lives, uh, it backfired on the government. And just like you said, this will cause a civil war at some point in our life. And it's just a matter of when, who's going to be running the government when it happens, and where we'll be at that time. Mm-hmm. And basically, if it it'll happen when they try to take away guns, it that's no, without a doubt, that is that that's going to be the tipping point when they take yeah. away guns. That's when the civil war will start. Yeah, and exactly. That's. They they have been putting it off because they know they can't do it. They, yeah, exactly. Like they I, know if they do it, there's gonna be uh, cu- countrywide. Uh, it's gonna aggression. be fucking hysteria. It, it's gonna be hysteria. It's gonna be angry towards everyone, and they know they can't do it because they're afraid of getting overthrown. That's why they're trying to take away the right to do it yeah. anyway. It's yeah, of course. They want to form the government. They want to reform the government compared to what was founded 300 years ago. And honestly, for a bunch of ragtag people that had no experience in government that just decided that they were going to make a new government, their their amendments and their laws have lasted the test of time. Yeah. Now, granted, there were a couple that got amended and whatever, like. Like the fucking, the 21st. The, yeah, you know, there were some outdated things that needed to come out, but Mm -hmm. I I can guarantee you one thing, free speech and guns will never, ever be outdated. Mm -mm. See, like, I think it's, it's definitely easier to fuck with the First Amendment because it's very abstract. So I, I will say this, I can appreciate that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all of that, they are a private entity. Right. I can understand that... If they're on the government's payroll, though... See, exactly. I can understand, as a business owner, you might not want this, but directly, that affects your business. Because by taking Trump off, by taking Tate off, you've not only pissed off a broad variety of people who now won't even support Twitter because of such things... Right. So, thankfully, Elon did it, and he's treating it how all social media should be run. It is a free public forum. He will let anyone on it say whatever they want, as long as it's not life-threatening or anything like that, and go from there. That is how it should be run. I can appreciate that it's a private business, technically speaking. However, it shouldn't be intruded on. And what what the best part is, is that they've intruded on it, and it it wasn't the owner. It was the fucking government. Yeah. So that's what contradicts it. Yep. It's not this private entity that does it. I could appreciate that. Right. But no, it's it's the government getting their hands on it and manipulating it. Yep. And I'm glad that it finally came to light out of 
all of the people manipulating it and how much control they had over it. Yep. It's good to see. It's good. It's good to shed some light on some, some tough issues. You know, we like, you know, the common term for the left is, you know, the woke now. Quite honestly, it should be the other way around. Yeah, it's we are the we have been the ones that have been waking up. There are far more people leaning right more than there ever have been before. Yeah, and they're scared come election time what the results are going to be because their cheating is going to be more blatant and it's going to be more obvious than it already was fucking obvious. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching my great great grandfather vote for Biden. That was awesome. I'm just glad he made it out and about. <laughs> I'm I'm glad he made it to the polls. See, like I I like I I don't want to say I've always noticed this, but with the rise in social media, I've noticed that a lot more shit gets out. So from when we were twelve, let's say election year hit, I couldn't remember the last one. It was before Obama. Before Obama. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Because I I couldn't tell you the president that it was. But religiously, there has always been something on election year. There has always been something. Yeah, who the fuck ran against Bush in 04? I, fuck if I know. But anyway, th- there's just always hmm. been something. There's always been this ungodly realization or awakening that, that causes the election year to get screwed up. For the first time in forever, they've pulled off the mail-in ballots. It takes over 24 hours, which is never taken over 24 hours, to count these mail-in ballots. Wild. 68% of people who voted for Biden regret voting for Biden. There's no shot. It's just because they don't know that their they don't know that their vote was unaffected because of the caliber of dead people or people who shouldn't be voting that voted. And when when you look at it, next election year, now that they know they can't pop COVID and quarantine out again yep. because of what happened now. Yeah. They understand. They've exhausted their plan. I fool you once. Okay, fuck me. Fooled you twice, three times, fuck me. But now when I try and fool you again the exact same way and everybody's on the same fucking page, you can't fool me that way. There's there's two options here that the government will go about it. That they, just like you said, they can't exhaust another pandemic because that would be way too obvious. Exactly. They, they used up their chance. They got Trump out. If it was me, if it were me wanting to push the agenda for the government... I would have waited until Trump's term was up and then undo everything he did instead of waiting until he could, he, he could he, actually he, run again, Yep, doing all this fuck shit, showing how corrupt the government is, and then yeah. giving him another chance to be back in. They're already talking about arresting Trump. And we all know you only get three fucking strikes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, they arrest yep. Trump. He might not get out because... You know, See, like, there there is some things I know that Trump probably isn't, you know, he he's he, not. He definitely isn't a saint. He's probably had some backdoor dealings in his past. Oh, without with his companies doubt. and everything. And they will show that to him and he will be locked up forever and cannot get out. Mm-hmm. But if it happens to fact that he does get out, he will die. Yeah, that is what will happen. See, I, I like there, there's a clip I see all the time. So, like, you'll mention backdoor dealings. I, I'm, I'm a realist. Trump helped the, the economic status. I'm sure he knows of all of the loopholes. I'm sure he's had backdoor dealings. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he has. Yeah. I mean, he's on the hot seat right now for paying a porn star hush money. To For a businessman of his caliber, for him to do it all honestly, it's very unlikely. Exactly. And this is this is what gets good is when Hillary and Trump were running last election. Hillary's up there. I know every loophole he took and we will crack down on people who aren't paying taxes by by manipulating this loophole in our in our government contracts. It's a loophole. He gets up. He gets up and he goes, she's not going to do it. You're right. I did profit. I never paid taxes on X amount of money. You know why? Because that's a loophole. I absolutely took, I was absolutely 100% guilty of taking that loophole. Not illegal, but a loophole. He then turns to her and says, I also know you're not going to get rid of it because all of your beneficiaries, all of the people who were promoting you did that same loophole. Warren Buffett, everybody, everybody that's on her agenda does that loophole. I know she's not going to touch it because that's how they make their money too. Did I send you the shit that Dave Chappelle said about that? 
on SNL. Mm-mm. He's like, man, I remember when Trump first came out. We ain't seen a motherfucker like him before. He came up there, and he and Hillary was fucking going on and on and on about him not paying taxes, and fucking Trump just said, yeah, I don't pay my fucking taxes. Yeah. But you know why I don't pay my taxes? Because it's a fucking loophole, bitch. <laughs> exactly. And, and for him to say, I think it's, I, I like him for that. Yeah, I took advantage of that. I only did it because you didn't close it, but yeah, <laughs> like when you promised to close it and you didn't, that's kind of on you. It's just one of those things. Like, it, it's so it's frustrating. I got away with the loophole. It's so frustrating to see that. Like, we'll sit here and Hillary's going to jail. See, some something else that gets me. This was put in perspective for me forever ago. Andrew Tate gets seized. He gets fucking raided. Everything gets seized. His assets, his cars, everything. His bugais. Exactly. They take everything. No questions asked. However, we sit here as we are 100% certain that Hunter Biden and Biden <laughs> and Joe Biden were, deal- were doing those trades with Russia and China. And Ukraine. A, it is a fucking proven fact. We all know. We have the computer. The, the transcriptions are in. Mm-hmm. But nobody's going to fucking raid him. They're not going to raid those people. They won't. They will raid the people like Tate who aren't with their agenda and then they can get away with because they know that, hey, it's, it's just going to fuck shit up. Like, we can't raid Hunter Biden because then it's going to be a revolution. And one thing I want to say, hold on, I got to make sure that my phone's not dead. I got to. And we're back. We're back. Um, I am back. They can't keep me down. They can't. They can't. Uh, so the thing about uh, Biden and Russia and Ukraine, uh, when the Russian-Ukraine war first started, I was full on, you know, I still am rooting for Ukraine, uh, but there's a lot of backdoor s- stuff that's going on. You know, you had a whole lot of shit happening. Like the first ace pilot to show up in the last, you know, 80-some years you know the the ghost of Kiev and yeah, uh, President Zelensky. Uh, you know, seemingly being a part of the battle, seemingly being in those battles, and you forget to mention that he's also an actor. He's also an actor that knows how to put on a suit and play a part. And we found out that a lot of those pictures that were taken of him and given to the media were falsified. He was not in the battlefield. Uh, the fact that uh, when the East Palestine thing happened with the oil spill or whatever kind of spill it was, whatever it was, it was like, like toxic chemicals, toxic chemicals spilled in Ohio. Instead of Biden deciding to go there to help the people there, he went tr- to Ukraine. Trump went there, and Biden went to Ukraine, and there was a lot of pictures with Biden and Zelensky. And they're seemingly buddy-buddy and whatever. But I, you want to know what I found out? I think this is the first time ever, ever in the history of ever, that a country is in the middle of the war and the leader of the country that is being attacked decides to make a country song. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, fuck. Decides to make... A fucking country song. Look it up. Look up. Uh, look up. Uh, President Zelensky, country song. He features in a country song. He doesn't sing in it uh, for the whole time, but he features. And I forget who it who it is. I th- maybe it's Tyler Childers. I don't. I don't know. Wow. What is it? You found it. I did, and it is. It's Brad Paisley's Brad new, Paisley. new song featuring. President Zelensky. <laughs> uh, Brad Paisley released a new song called Same Here on the first anniversary of the start of the war in Ukraine, marking one year since Russia started war with Ukraine. I, okay, I, I'm legitimately reading this, and this is just like peddling me absolute dog shit. Get this. Yeah. I'm going to read it top to bottom really quick. Let me know if I repeat myself. Okay. Brad Paisley released a new song, Same Here, 
on the first anniversary of the start of the war in Ukraine, marking one year since Russia started a war with Ukraine. Country singer Brad Paisley released Same Here, a new song featuring a sound b- soundbite from a conversation he had with Ukraine's president, uh, something Zelensky. I'm glad to know that Brad Paisley wrote that three times called same here after marking the one year anniversary in Ukraine of writing the song. Same here. If I wanted to be taken seriously as a president, I would, I would tell Brad Paisley, do not put my fucking name on that thing. See, do not put my fucking name on that thing. I'm at war. I need to be taken fucking seriously. Like it, it, it's just very frustrating that they're like, exactly. Like you'll look at falsified photos, but yet we still have people that are like, they'd never fake anything like that. Right. They'd never cheat an election. They would never do this. Let's stop kidding ourselves. Yeah. Let's stop. It, it's, it was fun while it lasted to believe that we were top dog as people, but we're not. And there was so much misinformation about the start of the war too. Like there was this one Island that literally told a Russian, uh, ship, to fuck off. There was like only 13 people manning this one island. And they told a Russian warship to f- basically go fuck themselves. And I heard... I heard for like fucking three or four days that they got shot to shit. And they're all dead. All 13 people dead. And I heard, I, I thought that for a fucking week. Fast forward another week. I found out they're all all right. The island's still intact. Yeah. Like what? What? What was? What? It, and I couldn't find the article that said that they all died. Of of course you couldn't. It, it's just one of those things. It, it, they they know they know it. They know their shit. They know. Like whatever you're thinking, you're one person. I'm sure the other thirteen who are in power thought of it already. Yeah. Like for me to sit here and be like. How can I get Chris to drink that without him realizing it's his idea to drink that? Right. Oh man, I'm thirsty. Oh, it's oh, basic. It's basic reverse psychology. It, it's it's the same thing as what was it the the East Palestinian the uh, what was it the CDC just miraculously happened to update a less serious document surrounding the type of chemicals that were spilled they, they just happen <laughs> yeah in the same week that the train collapses and fucking kills countless things leaks all over ohio big acid fucking cloud it's just a pure coincidence that they just happen to slightly revisit that file right and then a- after the fact they change it and it, the, the dates lined up it was after the train crash yeah. it's it's sad you want to conclude? Yeah, I think I'll conclude. Um, hold on, let me let me try to get into my Andrew Tate character. All right, guys, that was the podcast. Thank you for watching. I am Top G. This is my brother, the other Top G. And thank you. I'm free. And this has been the Rhubarb Brothers podcast. Thank you, good morning, good evening, and good night. Go ride your colored Bugatti. Go get one.